It's Monday, August 28, 2023. Let's talk about the news. From The Guardian, thousands of emperor penguin chicks in Antarctica die due to record low sea ice levels. An unprecedented breeding failure has been reported across four emperor penguin colonies in Antarctica, with as many as 7,000 penguin chicks believed to have died as a result of record low sea ice levels in late 2022. Satellite images have shown that typically stable sea ice upon which these penguins mate protect their eggs from the elements and raise their chicks until they grow waterproof feathers and are thus able to survive the frigid waters under the ice, has broken up due to irregularly warm oceanic temperatures. Current projections suggest that by the year 2100, about 90% of these colonies could be so small they're essentially extinct. And though this year's oceanic heating may be influenced by other variables, including a termination shock event from the decrease in sulfur pumped into the atmosphere from cargo vessels, which regulations have tempered substantially, and the El Nino phenomenon further north, this general warming is of a kind with what we're seeing elsewhere, the temperature increase largely attributable to human-amplified climate change. From Al Jazeera, anti-government protests in Syria continue for sixth day. A wave of anti-government demonstrations triggered by price increases have persisted across Syria for about a week, many of the protesters calling for the overthrow of President Bashar al-Assad. This is notable in part because these protests are similar to those that originally led to the Syrian uprising in 2011, which in turn led to the ongoing Syrian civil war when Assad responded to those protests with severe military crackdowns. The Syrian government has in recent years received a great deal of support from Iran and Russia, allowing it to push its opposition into the northwest corner of the country. But the past decade plus of internal conflict has led to an estimated 600,000 deaths and the displacement of more than half the pre-war population of the country. So things are quite different now than back then, and these protests could thus be perceived by Assad's stability-seeking government as a more significant threat than would otherwise be the case. And from the New York Times, over 3,100 charged with pandemic relief fraud, Justice Department says. The U.S. government has announced charges against 3,195 defendants for crimes related to pandemic relief fraud, seizing more than $1.4 billion in connection to those cases. The government has been cracking down on these sorts of cases of late, as it's become clear that a lot of money meant to be funneled into the pockets of American citizens and U.S.-based businesses in the early years of the pandemic was instead fraudulently claimed by folks taking advantage of the relatively freewheeling distribution mechanisms. The Justice Department has said that some fraudsters are still trying to take advantage of the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program, and that more charges and prosecutions are impending. If you're finding some value in one-sentence news, consider leaving a quick review wherever you get your podcasts and or sharing the show with a friend. You can find out more about this show or subscribe to the email version at onesentencenews.com. And you can support this and other related projects like the Let's Know Things and Brain Lenses podcasts at understandery.com.